Hello everyone this is your host KK I'm super excited to let you know that I've launched my first book called Why Me First it's available on amazon.com I'm putting the link in the show notes click the link grab your copy today there is a free gift for everyone inside the book may I also request you to please leave me a review that would mean the world to me thank you so much imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs Hello and welcome to Be Bonfire Entrepreneurs with your host Kajal Khurana you can call me KK our amazing guest today is an international coach federation certified leadership presence leadership development coach and medical speech language pathologist her coaching focuses on answering the questions what's your really big goal and what's one thing you can do today and she is Elaine Jacques welcome to our show Elaine <laughs> thank you so much Kajal it's my pleasure to be here i hope i pronounce your second name right <laughs> yes, you did you did very nicely <laughs> Thank you. It's so amazing. So behind the scenes, me and Elaine were having a chat and we were laughing. And uh, she's an amazing lady. Her vibes are super, super, super positive. So Elaine, before we start, please tell our audience who you are. Well, thank you again so much. It's my honor to be here today. So I am a leadership presence and leadership development coach. I came to that as as a fourth career. My third career is I was a medical. Well, I still am a medical speech language pathologist working in hospitals with adults. So I bring forward my neuroscience nerdy self into mm-hmm. helping the leaders that I work with. And if anyone has come across me on LinkedIn, they'll know that I have a tagline that I use and my tagline is you plus 1% today and that's my focus that you mentioned which is how do we take you and add 1% today and then the rest of my tagline is to help you become even more amazing which is my philosophy for life of continuous improvement based on the kaizen principle out of Japan and also just because I want people to know immediately that they're not coming to me to have me fix them I don't think they're broken I think everyone is already amazing for all the things that they've done in their life and we'll work together to help you become even more amazing That's so amazing. That's so aligned with our theme as well, you know, be be bonfire entrepreneur. So you in order to become something you have to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So Elaine, please tell us like how did you started like you were pathologist and then you shifted careers like what was your why to do it? Well, I always tiptoe into this just a little bit, but it's a very good question because I do get it a lot in working in the medical community. As you might imagine, the majority of the patients that I have the honor to work with are in their last stages of life. Mm-hmm. And while that's a very important role to help um, maintain as much of their dignity as they can during their final chapter of life, 
at some point, being a healthcare provider can create a sensation of what's called compassion fatigue. Mm -hmm. And it's very important to me to do an exceptional job and not just go and treat people like, oh, you're another thing on my checklist and everything. I really want to be someone, if I'm going to do it, to be able to put the care into healthcare. And it was becoming more and more difficult for me. So I started saying, well, what can I do that will help really light up my soul again? And I thought, I really want to work with people. And this isn't meant disrespectfully, but I really want to work with people who are going to go on to live and be able to do great things with their life. Or as I've come to say, even more amazing things with their life. And started looking around at what else I might do and came across the concept of coaching and just fell in love with it. And I love being able to see people go breaking through their fear barriers and just being able to do the thing that lights them up and makes their life even more amazing. That's so beautiful. And it's very interesting that you said you tell people to do the one person today. It's so interesting. Talk to us how easy or difficult it is, or do you find when you're coaching, how easy or difficult it is for people to accept that doing one person today is enough? That's the interesting thing. But I, I like to use the example of, of like when we want to get started, you know, a lot of us do the whole, oh, I'm going to, you know, start running 10 miles every day when it comes to January 1st and my New Year's resolutions and those kinds of things. And of course, by January 2, if we're lucky, um, we're laying on the couch going, everything hurts. Why did I do that yesterday? And then it doesn't happen again. Right. So instead of do, trying to do something too big, to say, okay, what's that one tiny thing that I can do that feels doable, it feels very realistic, it will help me move forward, and what's one thing that I can do today instead of going, okay, well, maybe in three months when I've finished doing this and then I can do that. And, you know, we start having the chicken in the egg thing where, well, I can't do this until I do this. And instead of doing that, just to say, what's the one thing that I can do today? What is the one little tiny thing, even though it might not feel like much, sometimes that's what I like to call, there's this big boulder and there's this big thing you want to do, but there's a little pebble that's holding it to keep it from start rolling down. And if we just take that one pebble out, that gets us started moving. And once we're moving, then we're going forward, we're making things happen, and we're more likely to continue moving. Whereas if in our mind we're going, oh, I have to do this big thing before I can have anything happen at all, we don't move at all. And we just sit there and it's hopes and it's dreams and, and that's great, only it's not reality and us moving us forward. So some people feel like, oh no, I need to be able to do big things. And that's great. Then I'm not your coach. Right. Because my, my mindset is that it's a one thing with another thing with another thing. And when we start piling those up or putting those together into steps in a direction, then we're moving forward and we're doing great things and we're being able to have that even better future that we want to have. And it's starting to happen starting today instead of waiting until the perfect moment that never comes. Absolutely. I keep saying the same thing to my clients. And also I've written about it in my book that mm -hmm. don't try to do everything together. Definitely you fail. I give an example of learning any new sport or music. When you go as a beginner, you don't want to go and play the match. You know, For example, if you want to go play tennis, you don't go to your coach and say, hey, I'm ready to go for the tournaments. No, the coach will only teach you how to hold the bat probably in the first few lessons, you know. So everything in life has a process and we have to take baby steps to yes. achieve big dreams. 
That's so interesting. But then people, like you said, people want to do everything and then they give up easily. According to you, how can people have that momentum? Even if they are doing small things, sometimes people lose momentum because they think, oh, they have been doing it for three months and they don't see the results. They are comparing themselves to other people who are ahead of them or, you know, all the shiny object syndromes on social media. So how do you advise people to keep up the momentum? Well, as you mentioned right up front in the very lovely introduction you gave me, and that is why I have the two parts. So what's your really big goal? What is that big thing that you really want to accomplish? What is that one thing that you want to be able to be there at the top of the mountain, shall we say, to use that example, and be able to look out and be like this amazing view and you earned it by all the steps you took to get to the top of the mountain. Having that to look at and to reach forward towards helps give you a direction for all the small steps. The other thing that I like to do, at least for my clients, and I like for them to do it for themselves is to pause, you know, at regular intervals and say, okay, look back to where you started. Look back to how far you've already come. You're on the journey. You are moving forward. We tend to, and I'm one of these people where I only look from here forward. I don't look at everything I've done in my life prior to this point, I just look at what, what do I have left to do, but having that big goal gives me something to strive forward to. And then every once in a while, taking a moment to pause, look around and say, huh, look at all the things I've accomplished. Um, one of the things that, that always kind of makes me laugh is when, when people ask me, oh, well, you know, what, what certifications do you have and everything? I'm like, oh, that's a really long list because I'm a, I'm a continuous learner, right. a lifelong learner. So I have a fair number of them. And, and just to look at all of those and say, I've done all of that already. I have a really long list of certifications. And does that make me more important than anybody else? No, but it is an indication of I'm a lifelong learner. That's important to me. And look at everything that I've already done. And yes, there's still more I want to learn, but I have a big goal in mind. That's the, those are all steps to get to that big goal. So that's part of the reason why I have the two facets. What's your really big goal? And then what's those little steps that you can take to get there? Right. So comparing yourself to your own self, like where you were five years back and where you are today, for example. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. So tell us, have you ever experienced uh, burnouts yourself? Oh, yes. And that's part of that's part of why I am uh, transitioning out of the field of medical speech language pathology. I still do it part time. Right. But I'm slowly, gently working on, on taking that out of my career picture and, you know, just being a coach completely. So, yes, burnout is a thing and it is something to be very aware of. And to, for me, it was so important because the healthcare field, I, I think, definitely needs as much compassion and care as, as you can possibly stuff into it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be part of, of what's not caring about mm-hmm. the medical field. So, I cut back my hours, cut back my time in the hospital so that when I am in the hospital, I am able to give my full self and feel okay about that, but recognizing that it's not something I can do full-time anymore and still give it my best. Mm -hmm. And so it's important enough to me to say, if I was that patient or if I was that patient's family member, how would I want me to take care of myself so that I can give the best care? Right. And and so that's part of, yes, absolutely. I was definitely getting very crispy at the edges <laughs> before I said, okay, I need to do something about this so that I can still perform really, really well, but do so in a way that's healthy for me as well. Nice. So what do you actually do, I mean, to keep your productivity and keep your sanity <laughs> going? <laughs> Those are very big questions. Um, 
Definitely having structure, especially I think right now where a lot of us are doing the work from home thing, the coaching for me has been primarily online anyway, even pre-COVID. So it's, it's something that was an easy transition for me, but I think it's so important to have a structure that works for you. For me, I do things like time chunking. Mm-hmm. Where I say, okay, for this length of time, I'm only going to do this one thing, whatever that one thing is. And then once I'm done, then I can switch to something else. So it's not, oh, I'm going to do this or, oh, I feel like a snack or whatever. No, it's for this hour or this half an hour, or whatever your attention span length looks like to be able to do just the one thing, stay focused on it, turn off all the notifications so you're not getting interruptions, those kinds of things has been really, really helpful for me because typically once I get into something, I like to focus on it and really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But to know that, okay, I'm not going to you know, accidentally do this for three hours or you know, if it's something that maybe I should only spend a short period of time like going on LinkedIn or you know, doing social media things or whatever it is. And of course, making sure, I I actually heard you refer to this on some of the other podcast shows. And I thought, yeah, that's true. I'm going to say it too. And that is definitely to say, okay, here's a time chunk. I've been super focused and then I need to take a break. So true. (laughs) Yes. And whatever that is, even if it's just, I go and I take a look out the window for a little bit just to absorb some green and just take a breath and then come back to it. That helps so much to kind of reset and help you focus again so that for whatever that next chunk is that you need to do, you can give it your best. So true. I think it's so important that we take care of ourselves. Of course, like you mentioned, planning, like strategic planning and focus is the key. These days we get easily distracted because there's so many notifications every, you know, not even minutes now, a few seconds, I would say, ta-ding, ta-ding, ta-ding. Yes. and then you're like, mm, okay, so I do the same. If I'm doing something important, I just put my phone on silent or I keep it in another room. So I don't get, you know, distracted easily. So what do you think, what are some common mistakes young entrepreneurs do? Not mistakes, but some things that they need to do right if we need to be more diplomatic here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think... I think probably one of the biggest things, um, and this kind of harkens back to the topic that we were chatting about prior to this conversation, is just thinking you have to do everything perfect straight out of the gate. (laughs) Because again, kind of going to my principle of, you know, we're becoming even more amazing. You know, yes, there are things that you already can do well, but you're not going to be able to do everything well. And if you wait until that boulder is perfect before you take the little pebble out, to use my example from earlier, you're never going to get started. Mm -hmm. And so to recognize that, yeah, those first few things, like first few podcast shows you have done and those kinds of things, stuff didn't quite go as well as it does right now. And, And that's okay. That's part of the learning process. And that's part of when you look back and you say, yeah, okay. I didn't do that really great, but look how well I did today Mm. or look how well I've, you know, how far I've come in, in this whole process. And I I think the struggle is feeling, especially when you've come like I have from my third career where I had been doing it for a fair number of years. I've been doing it for 16 years now. So, you know, when you, when you get really good at something, switching careers is a very humbling experience because you're used to a certain level of functioning. And so when you're first getting started, just to be a little more forgiving to yourself and also don't hesitate to say, all right, it doesn't have to be perfect. I can, I can have good enough and then polish that and build on it and improve on it instead of waiting until it's perfect. And then you don't do it. 
Right. Any change will have turbulence, I believe. I was just, I was telling my husband, if you change countries, if you change jobs, there will be slight, turb- not turbulence, but sometimes you need time to, you know, adjust to your new norms or new environment. Amazing. Yeah. So you were talking about taking imperfect action. I have learned that hard way. I used to be, I'm still, I would say a perfectionist, but I really learned that you just need to take imperfect action to move the needle forward in your life. It could be your business. It could be your health. It could be a relationship. Just don't wait for it to be perfect. Because by the time it's perfect, probably you have lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Super amazing, Elaine. So please tell our audience or give one piece of advice to escape burnout or increase productivity. Oh, that's such a good question. So as far as, I guess, advice, I would say... Find something you really, really are excited about. Find something that helps you get through those harder times, something that pulls you through the less fun aspects of entrepreneurship that says, this is the reason why I get up in the morning. This is the reason why it makes all of this worth it. Because no matter what job you have on the whole entire planet, no matter what perfect paycheck, what, you know, anything, you're going to have days that don't feel so amazing. You're going to have days that you have to do things you didn't really want to do, like, oh, doing your taxes or whatever. So having something that really lights you up, that really says, this is why I'm doing this. And everyone's why, as people like to talk about it, everyone's why is going to be different, but finding what that is and then maybe posting it above your computer. This is my why. For some people, maybe it's their kids wanting to give them a better life or wanting to show them that following their dreams is possible. Whatever it is, find that, post it everywhere, remind yourself of it, have it as a reminder on your phone if you need to, whatever it is, so that it pulls you through those less fun times. Interesting. Amazing. (laughs) Find your why. And I always tell people, turn your passion into business. You know, if you're really passionate about doing something, it can be cooking, you know, as simple as that. If you love cooking, you're passionate about cooking, you can teach other people. You know, what ingredients, different cuisines, as simple as that, or painting or anything. There's nothing small or big or good or bad. It's just that we are stuck in our own head. Mm -hmm. We think that, oh, this is not good enough. There's so many people who are already doing it. But yes, everybody doesn't connect to everybody as well. There will be some people who will resonate with you. There will be some people who will not resonate with you. They might resonate with someone else. Don't Mm -hmm. let anything stop you. That's so amazing. I wish we had more time. So Elaine, before we say bye, tell our audience where can they find you? Okay. Well, the best place to find me, as I very slightly referenced earlier, is on LinkedIn. So it's LinkedIn slash IN slash Elaine Jacques, all squished together. And then you look for the red hair, or as we (laughs) talked about it, the strawberry blonde hair and the big smile, and you'll know you found me. Awesome. So I'm going to put your LinkedIn, what do you call it? The link. (laughs) (laughs) the link in the show notes and uh, if anybody wants to get in contact with you they can just copy paste it's easy so guys you're making your life easy just copy paste the LinkedIn link if you would like to get in contact with Elaine it was amazing talking to you thank you for your time and your valuable information you have shared with our listeners today thank you so much Kajal it's been my pleasure to be here thank you have a lovely day bye thank you so much for listening Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends? 
so we can help each other escape burnout increase productivity and achieve our goals faster also let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info@bodymindsolution.com would you please take a moment to rate and review this show that would mean the world to me and yes don't forget to subscribe this is your host kk until next time take care bye bye